lift off. Today's date is the 5th of April 2020. That's right, the 5th of April 2020. And the time is 12.11. That's, that's 17 minutes. Sorry, 17 minutes past 12. So 12.17. We're here and we're doing right now. It is the music. Major sad chord sound happy. It's just look like an old And minor chord sound sad we're finished. And that's because we have a flat three there. It's not fully resonating with as well. It does. Sure look. Um here we go. A major. There's a man called Tony Robbins, and Tony Robbins is uh, kind of like a motivational coach. He's very good if you want to learn sales, and he has a lot of very controversial thoughts about happiness, um, and so on. But one of the things he he talks about is you can trick yourself into being happy uh, by smiling in the mirror, all right? Uh, which it sounds kind of kind of weird and so on, um, but you got to practice smiling. Uh, you don't have to, but for singing, there's a thing called mask, and it sounds best when you teach shouting because it sharpens the pitch, gets that high crisp definition. That'd be mouth closed, like that's singing. Oh, baby, I'm trying to love you. Oh, baby, I'm trying to love you. Mask is very, very important. All you do means that you're singing with a big smile on, and it just it really brightens up, makes it sound super rich, just mm, crisp. Mm, lovely that. Not not like this. world is called mask. Shooting the sound out. Uh, resident chamber in the mouth, fucking bouncing off everything, getting lovely crisp and sharp. And then you got kind of, on the opposite side of that, the classical uh, face and mask and so on. It's also very loud, so that's good. Face and mask, it's good because it's a very loud way of singing. Your whole face is singing. There's the kind of fill in it, singing through the nose thing. Oh, man. <laughs> and that's a, it's a different kind of thing. And you, you often you would need uh, assistant amplification for that, so maybe like a microphone or something. Uh, and the same again with the modern pop style of singing, uh, where you kind of crush the vowels, you kind of sing into your own mouth, and it's kind of strange. But a lot of that it was a quite low volume, it actually really blew your mind. 
hear him. Anything breathy is sung very, very, like, not that low, and you need an additional amplification. When I keep putting my hand up to my mouth, it means a, a microphone, alright? Um, so, d depending on what style of singing you're using, um, it'll, it'll change the tone, the volume, and so on. Um, the sound, when you sing, the sound doesn't just come out of your mouth. This thing blows my mind. Like It comes out of your ears, comes out of your beard, comes out of your eyebrows. The sound just comes out of your back, comes out of everywhere. Um, when I was studying microphone placement, writing my thesis on it and all that stuff. Vocal microphone placement, that was, oh yeah. Oh, good. I was putting uh, microphones all over my head and stuff and some beatboxers put microphones in their throat to get that low end emphasis. Depending on where you put the microphone, it will uh, change the, um, or your ear if you will. Depending on where you're listening to the sound, it'll make it sound completely different. If you want a real low, you put the microphone like right in the throat underneath the, uh, where the Adam's apple is there. Beatboxers sometimes put the microphone right there, the something like that. Um, some other things, famous tricks that people do is if you want a clear, sharp sound, um, like, or so you get the microphone uh, right above the head, so it's actually recording all the resonance from the forehead and the face. Alright, because if you had the microphone sim similarly, and you have the microphone shutting down, so it gets all the resonance of the nose, the face, you're getting all of the sounds that's vibrating out of, out of, your, out of your body. Um, I was talking to someone yesterday, and I was talking about how much I don't like resonating properly, because it, um, it actually scares me when my bones start to shake when I'm singing, the back of my calves start vibrating, it's just like, oh, just, I'm not comfortable, it's like, oh, it just doesn't feel nice, it's like getting a weird massage in your foot or something, it's like, oh, jeez. I know this is good, but it feels kind of weird. So I still have to get used to resonating, being comfortable resonating properly, because if you're resonating properly, things happen like your teeth start vibrating, and it's just like, oh, jeez, this feels weird. <laughs> it's really magical if you've ever sat beside a singer and heard them hum. The whole fucking room starts fucking vibrating, and just, oh, it's so gorgeous. Uh, I love being next to singers, I must admit. There, uh, it's absolutely like it's not any fucking euphoric. It's very nice. Um, so yeah, you re you resonate it absolutely everywhere. Um, so it matter. It makes a difference what part of the room you're in. It makes a different parts on where the microphone is. Because uh, you can aim the sound out as well. We've talked about the burble and aiming the sound out through the mouth. We've talked about the Shania Twain kind of method, which is uh, singing and making sure that your bottom had an incisors. I think they're called. You you sing into your kind of into your lower jaw, and it really sharpens up the resonates off the teeth. Really sharpens up that sound, and you got to keep your mouth open because it muffles the sound, loses all the articulation you could be saying a variety of words there <laughs> a magnitude of different words so I think over articulating is very uh, 
very nice tool to have in your box. Um, singers often get very confused. Um, when I, I've been around young singers and stuff, they kind of slur all their words. So like, um, they're doing like kind of vowel modification, but to the point of just going like ah, I was in the van today, and is like everything's the same vocal tone. They're just kind of changing. I was in the van today, and na 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 na. It's all kind of the same. It's all kind of the same. Uh, different vocal tone. The different uh, vocal tones come from uh, throaty and so on, singing from. What are the six types of voices? Alright, we've talked about that already. We've got bass, baritone, tenor, alto, mezzo, soprano, and soprano. So. Okay. Bass, baritone, and tenor are like big, uh, medium, and small. <laughs> big, medium, and small, okay? So, big men, this is just, if you go off, uh, it's not always true, alright? But generally, the smaller the person, the higher the voice. The smaller the instrument, the higher the pitch. Uh, think about it if you're playing a violin. The higher up, the smaller the string you play, the higher the pitch, and also the higher, the shorter the distance between the two ends of the string, the higher the pitch. Because all you're doing is making it vibrate faster, cycles per second. That's why if you have something like a double bass, the string is very thick, it's very long, therefore it will vibrate less times per second because it has to do a longer journey to complete one cycle. If you have, or if you have something like uh, a whistle that's a tiny very space a tiny very small space and the resonance of that whistle is again very very you're talking up in the fucking 2k 2k range like oh fucking whistling <laughs> the smaller the, the that's what cats right cats and dogs uh, have a higher range than us but they also can't go down as low because the size of the instrument, the size of the, the cat actually cannot produce those low overtones um, because it doesn't have the fucking physical mass to do it. Um, smokers have a lower voice and so on, their, their resonance is restricted. Um, I'm, I love the smoker voice personally. But anyway, uh, most vocal ranges are characterized within six common voice types. So, bass, these are the male ones, okay? Now, you can have. You can have female basses, you can have female tenors, you can have female baritones. But it's, uh... Yeah, so let's just go through, what's it, what's it? So roughly, if a bass... These are just roughly examples, okay? So bass range might be... They might sound best around here. Baritone might sound, their range will move up. Say you still have the, you always have the same range, your range might be here. That's where you sound best. Lowest, lowest, highest, where you can sing loud, confidently. Right? Then you've got notes 
notes outside your range where if you try to sing up here, you might be out of flat. You know, if you try to sing high notes, you're not very good. So, males tend typically, large males, so you tend to have a low voice. Uh, you're talking examples here Johnny Cash, um, who else is a baritone? Sorry, bass. Uh, who else is a low voice? Dad, granddad, think of an old lad in a bar or something, an old man, that's be basically, baritone is one of the most common, uh, it's kind of just middle, it's like middle, what size are you on middle, bass is a big, baritone is middle, so bass would be, baritone would be like, going a bit higher, but still can't reach the high notes that the tenor can hit, and can't really hit all the low notes, bass can hit. Now they can hit those notes but they can't really hit them with power and clarity and just like or oh, whatever there's a bit of a yeah so bass, baritone middle, tenor high, tenor, high bass, low baritone, middle alright, happy days. And they all have their own vocal range so bass Maybe baritone, maybe tenor. Alright? Low, middle, high, bad, big, medium, small. Alright? Now, the female version of that is alto. Alto is the female low. We'll bring it up on afternoon. So, alto is the female low. Now, it's not as low as the male low, but it's pretty low. Uh, the mezzo-soprano uh, is the next one. Next stage up, so that's the middle size. And finally, the soprano. So, again, all children would be maybe classified as maybe sopranos because they have a very high range. Maybe higher than that. Kids have a very, very high range, um, but they also have a very limited range. voice are very very high but they can't they don't they can't sing down here um so yeah all right so once again if you think all right it's a small woman she might be a soprano uh middle-sized maybe not <laughs> and a larger woman all that that uh it's really just down to like lung capacity and the size of your throat and so on um but sometimes someone's physical size can be a good indication of that not always but um, yeah, I don't know. If it's, if it's, yeah. But then again, do you know what? If you if you practice singing all the time, um, you can. If you're say for example, if you're a baritone, right, and you practice singing all the time, you can hit all the high notes of the tenor. You can hit all the low notes of the baritone, of the bass. But you you primarily sound very good. Like everyone, oh jeez, he's a very good singer when he's singing. Baritone range, all right. Um, if you're familiar with the classical, just relate this to strings, all right. So the violin, where's the violin sound gone? The violin is like the female high singer, where we don't have any strings. Uh, right. So 
is the high female voice. Now we have the the uh, viola, which is the next biggest stringed instrument after the violin. So it's it's very very small. <laughs> it's about this size, right? Very very small. Viola, uh, which is the same range as an alto. So a bit lower, still good. Then we have a tenor, which is the same as a uh, uh, violin, no, cello. Cello is very, very similar to the range of the human voice. Very, very similar. Cello and bass, it's, it's creepy how, how similar uh, they are to the human voice, like, um, it's creepy. <laughs> uh, next we have the double bass. Bom, bom, bom. And that would. That's the, so, double bass is the big, huge feckin' violin <laughs> that, like, you need a man to be standing up to fucking stand up and play, and it's as big as a human. Like, that's double, the double bass. And the violin, the cello is a bit smaller than a double bass, but you gotta play with a bow. Typically. Uh, you can play with your fingers if you want, but. You can do whatever you want with Anthem, but. Um, yeah. <laughs> so that's the uh, the cello, and then we got the cello, viola, and violin. All right. So it's often divided up into four, just for simplicity. Simplicity in vocals: S T A B. What's that? Soprano, tenor. S T soprano, tenor, alto, basses. Soprano, tenor, alto, basses. Okay. So if you have a chord. It's just like jazz chords, jazz chords, right? So it, uh, when you have your composer Bach or one of them lads, right? He's there at the piano. He's gone, right? What's going on here? He's got, he's got his chord. Right. That's lovely. Where we gone? Right. All right, we got uh, was that G seven or something? We got G seven. So that's four notes, right? So here's how you orchestrate for for if you want to write very simplistic uh, string quartet or or any of these things. It's fucking honestly, man, it's not that hard. It's very handy. Um, you just get a chord. There's three notes normally in the chord in the triad. You got your one, three, five. All right. Now, if you want to add a bit of color, uh, throw in a six or a seven there. So here's that's a seven. All right. G seven. So what we do is we get the lowest note. The bass would sing that. The bass voice. Right. Then we get the next note up. Third, and we get the tenor to sing that, so it's the boys' tenors. So once again, the, the boys are singing the lowest notes, and the, the next lowest notes, the basses are singing the lowest notes, tenors are singing the next highest notes, whatever. Then, the next highest note, the fifth, will be sung by the alto, and finally that bit of colour, or the lead line, is played by the soprano, the highest note. Right. So each of these, low boys will be singing this note, high boys will be singing this note, Low girls will be singing this note, and high girls will be singing this note. And if we change that to <laughs> a choir sound, it might even be more... Uh... Alright, let's try this one out. So, low down boys. Chord on the guitar, you play a G chord. All right, how do I get a choir to sing this? 
Um, you just go STAB. Lowest note, the lowest boys. Second lowest note, the tenors and the, the highest boys, whatever. Next highest note, you got to the girls, the alphas. Next highest note, you got to the Alright, that's just if you're stuck, you don't know what you're doing, that can be a, gu a good way of doing it. Generally, if there's a lead melody you like, um, you got like, here, this is. The tenors and sopranos are often seen as like gymnastics, kind of like the more flexible, if you will, of the of the singing. Um, and as I keep saying, if you if you meet a really good singer, you'll often they'll be like, you'd say, to them, would you mind singing the low voice on this song? Would you mind singing the high, high voice in the song? And they'll just do it, no problem. They're just like, yeah, no problem, because they can do it. It's not where they naturally sound their best, but it's just like a human. Like, do, would you mind going to the shops and get me milk? It's not my they can do it. Like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> um, it's just where they naturally resonate. And it's to do with their body type, um, the, 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 the throat, uh, the length of the throat, I think it might be, um, and so on, and so on, and so on. And then you, you have some people with sinus problems, and so on, and often that has just to do with not poor breathing technique, and all sorts of stuff. Who, who knows? <laughs> so that's a bit of a range, anyway. Vocal range. Alright, here we go. Here's what Wikipedia has to say about vocal range. Um, so you can exchange your vocal range. If you can only normally sing, like... But then you start singing every day, you'll be able to reach up high notes and low notes. Instead of just these middle notes here, you stretch it and extend it. Slowly over time. You might be thinking, right, I can already hit really high notes, but can you hit them consistently every single day and be bang on with the pitch? Or can you just do it sometimes? Damn! <laughs> there's a big difference between that there's like your range, your natural range and your range or something like that. I can't remember which one's which. <laughs> but your true range range or something is like notes you can hit every single day like when you wake up first thing in the morning like Arr. that's and then there's notes that you need to you can't hit every night you know like ah! those mad fucking notes <laughs> so yeah that's just different people's range um some people have an acting range can they do comedy can they do murder can they do horror or whatever um some people can only do comedy some people can only do drama some people have, are really, really practicing all the time. And do you know what? Even Ray Charles. Ray Charles is a very famous, um, famous um, gospel and soul songwriter. Uh, some people know him as, I think he's blind. A lot of people know him for that. And just amazing. Um, but he, just to give an example of this, in the film Ray Charles, the the ladies who were sopranos and altos, to, Ray Charles the tenor. Uh, the ladies didn't show up for the recording session, and he recorded all their parts. Because even though you have your talking range, you can say, "Oh baby, I 
So he just did all of their vocal parts. They didn't show up. And he just did all the vocal parts. And no one noticed. The only people he knew were fucking... The lads on the recording session. Do you know what I mean? It's absolutely amazing. So... But it is one thing... He's able to do those high notes, but he probably wouldn't be able to do it... I don't know. He would have a limited range of his high notes and so and in modern singing, this is called overdubbing. You can hear this on tracks like, you know, fucking Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen, um, where they have multiple, multiple layers of this their voice recorded on top of each other. And this is called uh, overdubbing, or uh, as the original inventor of it called sound on sound recording um, by Les Paul, the guitarist Les Paul. You've probably heard of the Les Paul guitarist. He came up with sound sound recording, which is where you record a song live and then you record again on top of it another part. So you might have a song that goes like. microphone in the room back in the good old days <laughs> you have the microphone closest to the singer because that's the most important thing you're trying to convey emotion the singer's like scooby doo bop 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 ba doo the drummer is in the background <laughs> got some there in the fucking alto sax or something trombone um Vocal range of pitches of the human voice can. Your voice also. Um, Alright, let's just. Sorry. Vocal range. Um, vocal, vocal range and pitches of human voice can phonate. Phonics. Phonate. Phonics is like sound. Uh, sounds using words. Phonics. Uh, Biggie Smalls phonics. <laughs> uh, its most common application is within the context of singing, where it is used as defining characteristic for clarifying singing voices into singing types. Vocal range, yeah. It is also a topic of study within linguistics, phonics, uh, speech language, and pathology, particularly in relation to the study of tonal languages and in certain types of vocal disorders. Although it is a little practical application in terms of speech. Alright, so yeah, other stuff here. This is a Wikipedia vocal range. Yeah, your classification. So you don't really have to worry about all the all the things I was talking about. Just remember STAB. Soprano, tenor, tenor, alto, bass. And if you ever hear a choir... Oh, this is very interesting. It actually lists off the, the notes uh, of the range. Okay, so just pass as I was talking about, bass here, alto here, or tenor range here, alto range might be here, and soprano range might be there, or something. So here's the actual numbers anyway. Uh, bass, lowest note is E2, and e, two E's below C. E2 is two blows below C, so that's the middle C, I think. So. 
Castrato. <laughs> Castrato is the um, contralto. What? Oh, contralto must be the original version of alto. Uh, Conalo is the lowest female voice. F3 um, to E5. F3 is death below middle C, so that's. Uh, Soprano, which is a female between A and A5, A3 and A5, and Soprano, which is the highest female voice, being able to sing C4 uh, to C6. So that would be like, your Mariah Carey's, your Christina Aguilera's, your uh, divas, you know, the big diva singers, the hands up and down. Tenors, tenors just like a high male rock voice. Uh, bass is like a low Okay, you get the idea. So, once remember, bass, low voice, tenor, high, male voice, soprano, very, very, very high, the highest female, and alto, the kind of lowest female. Alright, so you just got high, low, alto. Okie dokie. Okie dokie, okie dokie. Uh, so yeah, if you're, if you're in a choir, the males are divided into two groups, low and high. Bass is low tenors are high. If the women are divided into two groups, alto for low and soprano for high. Okay? You sing low, you sing high. So it's easy. You're divided into high and low and male and female. Alright? Simple as simples. And I think that'll that'll do. That's I don't want to fry your head around your own information. But that's, you know, you hear all these choirs, you're like, wow. How do they do that? It's so interesting. And then it's just fucking, you just get a chord, fucking split it up. And if you want to sing a lead line, like, scoop it about, boop, boop, just give that to tenors or altos. Fucking grand. And then if you want to be really fucking edgy, you just keep. They just, normally what they do is they get a lead line, like. It's not a great example. And they'll start off, they give that to sopranos, and they'll be like. And then they switch it to the fucking altos. Switch to the tenors, and then switch to the basses. Uh, and it just keeps things really interesting. They move the lead lines throughout the parts and so on, and um, that'll be getting into more advanced things. But yeah, it's very, very interesting. I'll, I'll. It's the most important thing is to, to not get too carried, carried away with these. Um, your ear will kind of tell you what to do, which is fucking strange. All right, that's it. Goodbye.